0: Welcome to the Adventures in Online Business podcast, a podcast of two guys thinking out loud while building and scaling their online businesses. Now, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd ask that you go to your favorite podcast app or player and rate, review and subscribe. Now, without further ado, here are those two guys building and scaling their online businesses, Stephen Faust and Michael Tanner. Michael Tanner, how are you this week, sir? Man, Stephen,
1: I'm doing great. How about yourself?
0: Doing well. Been busy, busy, busy like you, but uh, loving things. Weather's good. It's sunny 72 today. I bet you're in at least in the 70s in Atlanta.
1: No, not a chance. Not a chance, man. We've, uh, we just had rain blow through today. Uh, we're about 45 right now, but over the next three or four days, the high is supposed to be in the 30s. I don't think we're going to get out of the 30s, probably lows in the 20s for the next few days. So we're going to be a little chilly.
0: Well, it's better you than me. I live in Arizona (laughs) for a reason. So I'm enjoying the warm weather. And another thing I'm enjoying that we talked about briefly was my Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the Super Bowl next. As we record this a week from today on whatever that is, February 7th or whatever that is, we'll uh, be facing the Kansas City Chiefs. And I know the Bucs are going to win. I just I predict it.
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's gonna be a pretty good game. And and uh, you know, I know probably for years you've rooted against Tom Brady, but uh I got a feeling he's your best friend this year. Yeah, Tom Brady, I boy, I just I just didn't
0: like the guy. Not because he's not a great guy, but because I just tired of seeing the same guy win all the time. Let's spread some of that love around it. But now he's on the bucks and he's my favorite <laughs> quarterback. He's great. I love him.
1: I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Well, I I you know, I hope you good luck next next, yeah. uh, next Sunday and I know we typically meet on Sunday so we're going to we're, we're we're trying to play the shell game and see yeah. uh, see what we're going to do, the game or the podcast or the mastermind what we'll be doing but We'll figure it all out. It'll be a good out. game nonetheless, yeah, even if you're watching it in replay.
0: Yeah, we're going to figure it all out. We'll get um, we'll make sure the podcast gets out there. We're not going to miss a beat with that. And you know, it's going to be great. The good thing is it's one Sunday, it's one event. It'll be over, then life back right. to back to normal for us. But uh, as far as us and today, I thought I thought we would talk about as as you know, in a couple of weeks ago we talked about it. I did my very first live webinar to to add value and pitch My course. So I thought today we might talk about how that went and some of the outcomes. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's great. I mean, I know we've talked about it in a podcast episode previously, and we talked about, you know, I know you were a little bit nervous about it and and some things like that. I know it was your very first time doing a a live webinar, Uh, and so I know that there was a lot of anxiety kind of wrapped up in that, Uh, but I got to watch the webinar. I got to participate with you. I was kind of fly on the wall just to see how things were going and, and to provide some feedback for, for you. And I thought it went great. And uh, so, yeah, I th- I think it's really good to kind of share with our audience how that went from a numbers perspective, but certainly how it went from a perspective of what did you learn as a part of that.
0: Yeah, and I'll give the audience here just a quick Reader's Digest version of what the webinar is about. If you want more, you can go back to – I can't even think of the episode, Michael. It was two or three episodes ago. Yeah,
1: I'll go dig it up. Keep going. I'll dig it up and let, let everybody know.
0: Yep, but the webinar I did was around pitching my online promotion points course. So that was the intent. The intent was to go into the webinar, add value teach some really foundational concepts around army promotion points. And then at the end of that, show them how they can go deeper with me and how to enroll in this online course that I was offering to go even further down this rabbit hole of promotion points that can be somewhat bureaucratic. So that was the intent of the webinar. And did you find that episode? I did. It was just two episodes back. Oh, okay. Ex-
1: episode episode sixty seven. We talked about your sixty seven.
0: Yeah. Just boy, it seemed like it was
1: longer than that. I know. It seems like forever ago.
0: Yeah, but that was the intent of the webinar. So go back to episode sixty seven if you want more detail and all of the things I was thinking and and the mindset and the uh, imposter syndrome and all the struggles that I had uh, leading up to the webinar. Now fast forward. The webinar occurred. Now is kind of the po- post mortem of that webinar. How did things go? So. How did I market it? Again, you can go back, but primarily I marketed this through Facebook. I have an email mm-hmm. list of about twenty five hundred people. I also sent an email out to the list. I also uh, put a couple of posts in the uh, Facebook page that I manage, and that's mm-hmm. where I've that's where I got my responses. And I had here, so here are some of the data points. Okay. Um, I had 654 people visit my registration page, meaning they saw it either in the email that I sent to the email list, or they saw the post that I put out there on Facebook. So from those two sources, 654 unique people, individual people went to and saw the the registration page. So then they had to make a decision. Hmm is what I learned on that post or in that email, now that I see the registration page, is it something I actually want to take action on and commit to either going to or seeing a replay? Because I, what I did was I said, hey, if you, if you want to see a replay of this, potentially you have to register for the event. So you're just not mm-hmm. going to be able to see it otherwise. So regardless of the their rationale, 654 people came to the registration page And of those 188 people actually registered, put their email address in, in the box and hit enter and actually registered to attend the live webinar. What do you think?
1: No, that's, that's good stuff. And, and, you know, you've got 654 people that came in they, I don't know if you know the the separation of they came in from your email or they came in from your Facebook page but if I recall correctly you promoted this for roughly about a week is that right well over a over a week time span but um 5 days 5 days and you I think posted maybe two or three times into the Facebook page and one email out is that is that correct yeah there was one email
0: and it was the Facebook page now in the registration process, once they register, we'll talk about. Then they got more emails after that, though.
1: Of course, yep, yep. But you got six hundred and fifty-four just out of a couple of posts on onto on your very engaged Facebook page, by the way. So we should start there. I mean, you have a very engaged, large, uh, you know, um, large audience in your in your Facebook page, and then you said you've got about twenty five hundred or so emails. So two Facebook pages, one email. And you get 654 visitors that are uh, identify as this might be of interest to me, and they go and visit that that page. That's a to me that's a that's an excellent start to your webinar.
0: Yeah, and that's something I got to figure out and get better at. You know, this first time out of the gate, uh, learning and trying to get my head around this. It's it's who am I marketing to? How do I how do I make sure that the post resonates with them to get them to go over to the registration page? What am I really trying to do from a timing standpoint? Is five days enough? Is it too much? So these are the things we'll get yeah. to uh, as we talk about how to how to improve this. But that's about 29% conversion of of visitors to registration. So I, again, yes. I don't know if that's good or bad. I just know that people I've listened to, like a Rick Mulready, um, Amy Porterfield, some of those folks, Graham Cochran, have indicated like a 40 to 50% registration percentage as to people that have went to your page now again i don't know niche specific i just don't know if that's good or bad
1: yeah you know i gotta i gotta feel that you know a 28 29 registration of those that that came to your website to me that's i think that's great I, I, you know especially for a first time doing this I, I think what it speaks to is that first of all you've you've identified the audience well and, you know, as I said earlier, you, you have them engaged in this Facebook group, or, or I'm sorry, it's Facebook page, you have them already engaged in that, and now you're able to uh, move them out of that Facebook group, or sorry, I keep saying that, F- Facebook page, onto this page where they're registering and taking action there. I think that's really good. You know, I th- again, I, I kind of, of that camp, they're in Facebook probably all the time. And they're just kind of thumbing through this page that they happen to like, but you got 29% of them, or at least to those that visited your page to come over here to another registration page outside of Facebook and actually take some action to register. I think that's a big win for you.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I take it as a win too. a guy that's never done this. You've done a few of these. I've never done it. I literally did not know what to expect. I was extremely nervous and uh, because I'm a perfectionist, one of my my flaws in life is I, my wife would tell you, if you ask me to paint your bedroom, let me tell you, you better get more than a gallon of paint because I'm going to go over <laughs> the same area at least 10 times to make sure I didn't miss anything. I'm just a perfectionist. And and that's, right, that's right. my Achilles heel. I know that, but it's hard for me to break free from that. So 654, 188 registered. Now we get to the you know, prior to the day of the the actual live event, the live webinar, some automated emails went out. I use Easy Webinar. Uh, it's been recommended by several people that I know, like and trust. So I use Easy Webinar, and built into that are pre-event, mm-hmm. pre-webinar, uh, regi- pre-webinar notifications, where it will say, "Hey, Michael, right. thank you for registering." Then, uh, then I can set it up however many days or hours prior. I can send you another one automated. Hey, Michael, don't forget the the event's coming up, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And 30 minutes, 4, 15, however you want to do it. So I set a few emails up, not really knowing how to optimize it. I just set a few up that it recommended, the system recommended. And then the event happens at 7 p.m. Phoenix time on the, I believe it was the 20th of of January is I believe the date it was. It was was a Wednesday. I know that. Yes. So 54 people of the 188 showed up. Now they didn't necessarily all show up at once, but the metric of 54 that have watched indicates that they showed up at some point during the live presentation. And, and just ironically, just kind of coincidentally, that the the percent of the registered that showed up is identical to the percent of the visitors that registered twenty eight point seven percent on both of them, and I don't know why that is. Uh, it's just weird. I just did yeah. the math, so it's just uh, well, it's a linear. It's, it's very linear. And <laughs> it's very predictable. But fifty four right. people showed up. Now I never witnessed fifty four people in there at once. I think the most I saw when I glanced down was 29, the most I, I recognized. And, and yes. one, of the, one of the things of doing the webinar, I realized pretty quickly that focused on the technology and the training and what I was going to say and how I was going to walk through the slides and then having to think about the chat role and how many mm-hmm. people were there, I began to get really overwhelmed with kind of like a pilot in a bad storm (laughs) going through clouds, like you got your eyeball, you are trying to look at all of your gauges and all of your, your things. And, and you can, you can get a little bit, uh, you know, just shake it a little bit. So that that's where I was. And you came in from a visitor perspective. What was your observation of being one of those 54 that watched?
1: Well, you know, first of all, I'll, I'll say, I, I experienced the, the emails leading up to the webinar, you know, just like everybody else. I mean, I registered for the webinar just as anybody else would, right? And and I'll just first say this, and maybe you felt this way, I don't know, but I, I know I feel this way. When I'm in a situation where I'm sending, you know, as many as three, maybe four or five emails in a single day for something like this, I get this feeling of, oh, wow, that that doesn't feel right. I don't feel comfortable sending that many emails and, and so forth. But I would say to you that it's needed, right? Because so many times people will sign up for something like this. You know, they were at work that day. They signed up for it. They forgot to put it on their calendar or they forgot to save the, you know, the webinar information or something like that. And, and if you don't give them that reminder, then they're going to forget about it. Even those reminders, leading, I think you sent one 15 minutes prior or something like that, if, if I remember it correctly. But those are important. And I believe that's why you have that, you know, we'll, we'll round it up. That 30% attendance is because you're able to give that extra push of those emails leading into that. So don't overlook that. I think that is super important. Uh, but then as we got into the webinar, yeah, you know, my intention was just to kind of be a fly on the wall and and just kind of um, uh, take notes and give you some feedback after the fact. I didn't have a, you know, any kind of real responsibilities or role as a part of your webinar but I can certainly imagine that it, yeah, it probably does feel like a pilot in a cockpit with all these things going on. You've got, you know, obviously you've got your slides that you're presenting. You've got a camera that you got to look into occasionally just so that you can try to, you know, engage with the audience. You've got a, a comment or a chat window just scrolling by and you don't necessarily know, is, are, are these attendees talking to each other or are they asking me a question or are they responding to something I asked? Uh, so, yeah, you, you've got a lot going on uh, to try to navigate, um, but I think you did a, a really, really good job. And and again, I mean, considering that it was the first time doing it, I thought you did a, a phenomenal job. And, and, and most importantly, you delivered the goods. I mean, the chat was, it was very evident in the chat and the responses people had, they were getting the value they came looking for.
0: Yeah, and I appreciate that. And I, I learned a couple of lessons through as you were talking through that. The word that came to my mind is flustered, right? Is <laughs> right, that a southern right?
1: word? Is, is that a, that's a southern? <laughs> we, we, we use that around here a little bit. Yes, yeah, yeah. flustered,
0: fluster. I was flustered a little bit. Uh, I think part of it was using e- Easy Webinar for the first time, and I, what I had done is I set up a couple of test webinars and practice, kind of switching and hitting the buttons and making sure I could see what right. it did. But going live for the first time and then doing it for real with people on there, I I realized that oh man I'm not really versed in this software yet in this app so I've got to sure. I've just yep. got to get more comfortable with that and then having having you there uh, was very helpful I had another friend of mine there as well Frank um, Lipsky is mm-hmm. another good friend of mine he was there and it, it, we'll get to this but the feedback you both gave me was really great so. Uh, had to keep my eyeballs on a lot of things and the flusteredness comes came in on occasion trying to make sure that because I'm a I'm a bit of a worry wart I'm a bit of a well I'm a lot of a perfectionist but a but right, kind of a right. worry wart too I want everything to be just so and mm-hmm. not and I could you know you can see out of your peripheral vision you could see that chat roll just t- T- tick it yeah. up, right? And I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, what's going on in there? why, why are they telling me I right. suck? Here's my imposter syndrome. <laughs> Boy, this guy didn't right. know what he's talking about. His joker here is trying to like tell us stuff. What does he think we're stupid? These are the things right. that that come into my head that I allowed in there that were, you know, not literally, but kind of a little bit of mental distraction, just having yeah. these thoughts yeah. in my head. So one yeah. of the things is, is making sure that um next time certainly I'll stay more focused stay more in 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 the moment present in what I'm doing and not worrying about all of the you know quote unquote outside distractions yeah. so yeah. that that to me was uh, one of the big challenges
1: yeah and I, yeah I totally get it and 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 when you're seeing that that chat window scrolling by and you recognize people are um you know they're 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 entering messages of some sort but you don't necessarily know because you're you're trying to stay focused on your message. You're trying to stay focused on your presentation. And again, you're trying to kind of engage with the camera, look at the camera from time to time. And you, out of the you know the corner of your eye, you see this chat window scrolling by. And you and know, I have talked about it a lot. When we don't know what that is, our mind can make up some of the worst things. And I'm sure, yeah, you your mind goes to that place where you're thinking, yeah, they're probably calling me an idiot, and you know this is uh, uh this is useless information and all, but uh, I was watching the chat window and it was not the case at all. They were giving you huge thumbs up. Uh, you know, they were asking you, please let me have this information, you know, give me the slides, give me the, the roadmap. They, they were begging for the roadmap that you presented and so forth. So that's why I say from just me observing the chat window, they, you know, your audience certainly got the goods. They, they certainly got what they came for and the value they needed
0: and speaking of the chat we had on that live webinar we had 138 different chat messages from from everyone that was in came in left came back you everybody 138 messages and a lot of a lot of thumbs up a lot of thumbs up which makes me happy because one of the techniques that mm-hmm. I've learned a lot this is from Colin Boyd and self from Stage Academy and Rick Mulready specifically in another group program I'm in is you want to, you want to have, and I'm not claiming I'm great at this, but I was at least intentional about it. And I'm like, well, if I overdo it, I overdo it, but I'm going to do it because I know I need to. It's may ask people to make micro decisions and having them make micro decisions, gets them into a habit of responding to things you're asking. So when at the end when they see the pitch, they're going to be more inclined to have a response trigger, a response mechanism. Now, that's not the only reason it's being done. The, the big reason it's being done is because you want to make sure that you're connecting with your audience. You want to make sure that the mm-hmm. concepts and the information that you're sharing and teaching is resonating. And if it's not, if you get some thumbs down or you get some, like, I don't understand what you're saying, that's a point that I can go into clarify more. So yep. getting that, getting those responses, those, those affirmations that, Hey, this is good. I get it. Uh, I enjoy this, keep it going. That gets the micro decisions going. And it gives a lot of, it gave me confidence presenting the material because I, I realized that not everyone was looking at me like I was an idiot. Right. So mm. that was yeah. big. That was big to me. So 138 chat messages, out of 54 uh, attendees live at some point during that 90 minutes that we were uh going so i felt i felt pretty good that there there was at least some good engagement in the in the chat roll which says hey people weren't just you know tuning out on mute watching uh, seinfeld or something so that, right. that's one of the takeaways right. there for me
1: yeah no i thought you did a really good job with that and and especially for it to be the first time uh to kind of pose those questions and then to specifically, you know, coach the audience into, you know, give me a thumbs up in the chat window if this sounds like you, or, you know, I thought you did a really good job of engaging them and, and, you know, I fully understand and agree with that, getting them to take little small actions. But, uh, you know, one of the things I think is that you talked about is super important is you are ensuring that they are paying attention. You're ensuring that the audience is engaged and receiving this important information, this content that you are delivering. You know, I, I know a lot of us are accustomed these days with the pandemic and all of doing a lot of meetings and Zoom and, and other, you know, technology like that. But a webinar is totally different, right? In Zoom, oftentimes you're looking at one another or at a minimum, you're you're talking to one another, right? So you, you ask a question, you get a verbal response back and so forth. You don't get that in a webinar. All you see really as the presenter is a list of names. Everyone sees and hears you, but you don't see or hear anyone. And that chat window that and that engagement tactic that you're using of asking them questions and asking them to take that small action to give you some kind of thumbs up or some kind of yes, that is super important in these webinars. And I think you did a great job of that. Oh, thank you. And
0: and it was important, I think, next time if I when I do this again and if I have a bunch of registrations, uh, kind of like this and maybe more to be more intentional and having a moderator, somebody to help me actually moderate the chat, maybe, maybe capture some of the questions, uh, and help me, help me do that. So that's something I'll, I'll figure out next time. So let's fast forward kind of to the end game here. What happened was, uh, the webinar concluded, I made the pitch, I made the offer, uh, no one purchased during the webinar. So through the automated post webinar sequence from easy webinar, 21 people received well, everyone received the emails, but 21 mm-hmm. people went back in and watched the replay. And of that total, there were 18 actions taken and an action in easy webinar simply means they clicked on a link that you put mm-hmm. in the, the uh, webinar. So uh, 18 people took action. Some of those were getting the freebie. Some of those were maybe visiting the, the checkout page. No one purchased on both the live and the replay. And you know what? I feel great about that. Would I have loved to sold 100 copies? Uh, yeah, I would, absolutely. But my first time going through it logistically, not knowing what to expect, Absent of selling a bunch of copies, uh, that would have been great. I mm-hmm. got so much out of this experience, which is my, my big, so a couple of takeaways for me is the tons and tons I learned about myself doing this, about ways to get better, about the logistics, about how to do things differently, uh, about how to engage the audience maybe in some different ways. Right. Uh, it's, it's phenomenal. Oh my, the slides and all of that, just so much I learned. Um, So I can't, I look at this as a complete 100% success for so many reasons. And I know my friend Frank gave me some specific feedback. One of his big points of feedback to me was um, some of my slides were redundant. Some of my slides kind of, you know, repeated areas after a slide or two, it went back to it and kind of was all choppy in some areas. So great opportunity for me to pare those down and just think about that differently in uh, just really pointed feedback from him and you and just yeah. from my own takeaways there. So what were some of your points of, of uh, uh, feedback that would, would help me next time?
1: Yeah. So I, you know, one of the things I mentioned to you, and, and this is, I mentioned to you, and I know you really appreciated this feedback, but I told you said, Stephen, man, you got to be a bit more. I don't remember what words I use, but i oh I do. got be you got to be a bit more animated or energetic and, and and things like that. and and I say that knowing several things are at play here. Your very first time doing a webinar, you know, you got this you know pilot in a cockpit feel with with all of these. Uh, you know, things in front of you that you're trying to manage at one time all by yourself. Oh, by the way, you're also presenting and, and, you know, sharing slides and looking at camera. So I I know all of that was playing into it. But my point was this. When you're on camera versus, you know, maybe in a classroom, then, you know, your energy or your passion for something can, it, it comes off easily. But through camera, you don't feel that energy and that passion as much yeah. for the topic from the teacher, right? So you've got to, when you're on camera, you got to be over the top with the energy and the enthusiasm and passion about the topic for it to really convey through the camera. And that was my point in that feedback.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, no, you definitely said I lacked massive energy. It's the way I remember. Is, you that, is that, that, that what I said? Yeah, it's Cause I'm <laughs> like that, something like that, but you made a really good recommendation though. And I thought about this, uh, pretty hard. It's like you said, Hey, get your butt out of the chair and stand up. When you do a webinar, you're going to bring up,
1: man, you got to stand yeah. up. Yes.
0: So uh, that's great feedback. And, and I wouldn't have known that I was lacking some energy had I not received that feedback. Because to me, I was sure. kind of in this kind of bubble of what I was doing. And I wouldn't have known that. So that's great feedback. F- wonderful feedback that I that yeah. I'll take to heart as well as feedback on being redundant and feedback on, on a lot of that stuff. So mm-hmm. right. I, I take all of that as a, a very much a positive to help me get better. And if I wouldn't have heard that I would just continue to kind right. of not be as good as I could be. So that, right. that was exciting. I really appreciate what, what you did just showing up and listening to to me for 90 minutes. My gosh, that must've been torture for you to, <laughs> But well, you know what, you know, it, you're a Marine, it, it, you're a Marine, but <laughs> yes. by golly, you know about army promotion points now.
1: I, I, I do, absolutely, you know, and I told you this, I gave you this feedback and said, look, here's the deal. I've got no skin in the game. I've got, I have had no reason really, other than our relationship, our friendship, right. I had no real reason to be, you know, all that interested in the material. But the material you had was so good. And, and yes, you presented it so well that it was actually interesting to me. And I think I told you this afterwards, you know, I was thinking to myself, I wish I had known this back in 1993 and 94, uh, because it would have certainly helped me back then.
0: Yeah. And this kind of points out why you went in the Marine Corps, because the Army could be kind of complicated. It is. It's very, very complicated. You just need to keep it simple with Uh, you, right?
1: Yeah. They're both Department (laughs) of Defense machines. So they're both equally (laughs) bureaucratic and and, and complicated.
0: Absolutely. But no, it's great feedback, great experience. I didn't get sales, but I got feedback and I got uh, opportunities to get better. So uh, I can't complain. I'm actually, I was really nervous going into that, but now I'm actually looking forward to doing another one just to show improvement, prove to myself that it can get better. And I kind of got, even though you didn't see it on camera as much or feel it, I felt energized because, because I'm doing something different. That's kind of uh, kind of going out on stage and you've got, got those jitters and it's kind of exciting and nerve wracking at the same time. So I'm I'm excited about that. Uh, Good, good conversation. I wanted to get everybody kind of clued in and updated on, on the progress. What, what they um, maybe didn't see because they didn't attend, but I'm here. I'm just here to tell you that that if you're if you haven't figured it all out, just go do it anyway. That was my big learning here: is somebody challenged me to go do it, to stop monkeying around, stop finding reasons and excuses to not to not do it. There's always a reason why you can't do something. You've got to find at least one reason why you should, and then take that and move forward so you can at least experience. Uh, what what possibilities are out there for you? So that that's my big takeaway. And you want to wrap us up, my friend?
1: Yeah, I'll do that, Stephen. You know, and, and I'll say this: Look, I, I know that in the middle of the webinar with the butterflies and the nerves, um, I'm sure you didn't feel at all like you were, you know, missing any kind of energy. In fact, you were probably exhausted afterwards uh, from just all the nerves and, and, and butterflies. But But I think what's so important here is what you're talking about. You've learned, right? You've learned through this process. You'll make the next one better. And and if our audience will go back and listen to episode 67, I remember one of the things that you mentioned that you were nervous about was, were you gonna be able to deliver the value that people were coming to this webinar for? And here's the deal. You did, you delivered that value. So now you know you can. Now you know you can deliver that value. So now you can go into the next webinar and the one after that and the one after that and you can set these sides of delivering value uh, these worries uh, of delivering value you can set those aside and now you can focus on better utilization of the easy webinar tool and 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 more energy you can focus on and so you just see how this is going to get better and better and better and oh by the way every time you're doing this you're building more and more raving fans because they're going to go back into that Facebook page and they're going to talk about, hey, I attended that last time with Steven and he gave us some great information. And so you're building those raving fans and you're getting better at webinars. So I just encourage you keep doing it, man, because you're doing a great job. And, and to the audience, I mean, if if webinars are something you're considering, do it. Listen to episode 67. Now you hear you have episode 69. Great information from Steven and, and his experience in webinars. So just get out there and do it, right? So head over to, for our show notes, head over to adventuresinonlinebusiness.com, adventuresinonlinebusiness.com. Again, those episodes are episodes 67 and 69. We cover webinars pretty well here with Stephen. So go check those out. While you're there, you can check out links to everything Stephen's doing and everything I'm doing as well. So until we speak again, get out there and build your businesses with webinars. Get after it.